when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to Atletico Power Steps. I hope your trousers are non-shiny and your shower head is flowing freely. Imagine if you are able that you have booked an 11-seat minibus to transport you and your closest friends to an evening of Codswall up at the local theatre. You all dress up to the nines and treat yourselves to a bottle of champagne en route to the venue. Suddenly the minibus grinds to a halt and the air inside becomes thick and choking. The driver, a short, egg-shaped man, wearing a vest and cowboy boots, stands up from his seat and declares, I'm sorry, folks, I've just shit my pants. <laughs> and from the bubbling up, I reckon there's a couple of more pints to come. I'll just step out on the pavement if you don't mind. Yet, it was, of course, my co-host, Mr Andrew Dawson. Oh, Mr Quickshake. With your hair as armpits Oh Mr Eggman You should have bought a bedpan Oh Mr Minibus We really need to discuss Your continuous sweating And your coach seat wetting There you are, that's a true story Andrew Of a coach disaster just when I thought I was getting tired of that intro song, you've uh, injected new life into it and reinvigorated well, it. So thank well, you. Well, as that. I read it, I thought it was a little bit too toddy, to be honest. But bit, yeah. Well, it's probably best to get that kind of thing out of the way. Establish the level that we're operating on before well, we go too do, far. I've certainly done that, Andrew. Oh, before, before NHS we... vaccines just come through on me phone. As right. you are at increased risk of complications, mm. and now it's disappeared, so I don't know what they're offering me, Andy. Oh, man. Have you had your booster? I haven't had a booster yet. I'm due for a booster soon. Are you hoping for a booster on your booster? I had me booster um, a few days back. Did you? Gave me... Um, it's uh, very happy to have it, but it gave me um, terrible buttock pain. Really? You had it in the buttock? Thing. No, I had it in the arm, my booster. (laughs) Right. So I checked it, you know, these places. I was very pleased because it was, is it contraflow, Andy? You know, in one way, out the other way with your car. Yeah. So that's nice. I said, I'm here for the booster. What, and did it when you were sat in your car? Like, you just wound your window down and lifted your shirt up? But I got parked up in the um, Bears Review Reserve for boosters. Right. (laughs) Booster beer. Booster beer. I that went into the front door, mm. kept. Oh, I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of a grudge here, so right. I'm gonna. I don't really. I like to just keep thinking to myself, but 
you know, okay. you had to keep six foot apart, two metres as you queued to get in. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Then you had your booster. Mm-hmm. Booster? The check you do says, have you already had your first two? So you're here for the booster. I said, <laughs> I am booster. Are you the booster boy? <laughs> He says, most of them here are boosters, so you're in good company. <laughs> and um, so they put the booster in. Well, and in then your body. You, came, you came in the booster, in your body, and you came out, and there was an area you had to wait for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And they had loads of seats, I don't know, 150. Wow. Yeah, About 30 of them were occupied, but they insisted you sat next to a per. You know, there was a bloke saying, no, sit here. Yeah. So effectively, they collapsed the six-foot thing of their own accord right at the right. end of the booster. That's a shame. Process. That's a shame. You know, I couldn't understand Andy. I got a little bit upset with myself about did it. You? Did you? Did you have your mask on though? Well, why I get upset with myself, Andy, is is because there was ninety to a hundred free seats, yeah, mm. and mm. I could have just took one and kept my distance from people. Yeah, but because I'm s- such a wanker. If a bloke tells me I've got to sit next to someone, you I do don't it. have it in. I don't have it in me to say, "Well, I'm not going to sit there." Actually, perhaps so, it was um, perhaps it was someone who's encountered some of your your work over the years and hadn't enjoyed it. I'm just well, there plenty plenty of them, Andy. But he was doing it to everyone, all the booster all right. boys. Okay. <laughs> hey, when I was up in um, Newcastle, last up in Newcastle, have you ever come across this? We were on a on like a three lane sort of carriageway leading into Newcastle, right? Right. And the first two, the two, the inside lane, the middle lane were queuing and the outside lane was empty. And then suddenly all these young lads in like, you know, like GTIs and little souped up Suzukis and that started racing down the outside track and apparently they're called the Noisy Boys. (laughs) Have you heard of this? I'm not familiar with them. Are they an established gang? Have they got credentials? Well, I mean, they've got a high impact, visibility, right. etc. so there certainly could be a gang. Do they have, um, what, like tinted windows, one of them, oh, like, the shit, you know, on the back? Yeah, and the exhaust pipes the size of dinner Flames plates. Flames coming out of the exhaust. All that stuff. Yeah. The noisy boys. I'm not familiar with them, but I'll look out for them. Look out for them. I'm happy just being a booster boy. Yeah, a booster boy, not a noisy right. boy. Can I just, can I just um, do a public service announcement? Of course. Um, I'd like to advise the listeners that at time of broadcast, the yeah. tubs of sweets are two for six pound up the Asda. I'm talking celebrations. I'm talking heroes. I'm talking roses. I'm talking quality street. Two wow. for six pound. Right so how many of you bought, Andy? I can't even imagine. 16. Is that what you've done? 16. Well, yeah, four <laughs> of each. Is three quid good value? Three quid's really good value because Sainsbury's knocked them out for a fiver each. No, fair enough. And even B and M, B and M knock them out for a fiver each. B and M is a place for bargains. Let's agree on that. Yeah, correct. But correct. There's some areas such as the tubs of sweets where B and M have just gone. Fuck it, we're not interested. We don't want that market. We'll sell them. We'll sell yeah. the tubs of sweets, but we're not yeah. getting into a price war. You know, we do our better work on dog treats and uh, cheese savouries. So, they do a great. They do their great. Their very best work with the treats, dog they treats, do. the pet foods. Do. Yeah. So did, there you did, are. did you lose your hair because of using B and M shampoos? Because they are a bit um, caustic, aren't they? Do you remember a while ago I said I was going to try and grow my hair to see what would happen? Yeah. What happened? You'll, you'll see that I've reverted back to the uh, close shaven look. 
Why um, did it get on your tits? It was so thick and heavy and warm. No, no, there was very much a, a bald patch uh, on the crown. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, hello. To yourself. <laughs> and you couldn't live with it. It didn't feel right. So the good folk at Infinity Rocket Plastics played a blinder this last week, Andy, yeah. for yeah. me. Oh, real, and they used a procedure called a hot derrick, yeah, mm-hmm. to tap into a couple of telephone conversations between um, managers that have been in the news these past weeks. Good. Tap yeah. right into the phone call. Right in. Right, so I'll I'll play, I'll, well, see how they go. I'll, I'll play the first one. Neil Warnock, funny, <laughs> been talking about him, talking to Nigel Pearson. Yeah. Manager of Bristol City. Yeah. So it starts with uh, Nigel Pearson, which, as you know, I do find difficult to find as a voice. Mm. You know, Br- to Brian find Clough. it. It's in the Brian Clough area, isn't it? All right, Neil. <laughs> I've just heard about your sack. That's Birmingham, isn't it? <laughs> Look at this young man. All right, Neil. I've just heard about your sacking. Is there someone at the club that you would like me to fight? <laughs> All right, Neil. I was a bit disappointed in a way, it, in the way it were done, really. But that that's football, isn't it, really? I can't say that I want anyone punished, you know, not really. But listen up, if you allow resentment to build up inside you, it will destroy you in the end. If I were to fight the boss man at the club, it is a fight that I would win because I'm an excellent fighter and the sight of his bloody mangled face would bring you great peace. I'm not sure, Nigel, not not really, you know. I know I like to shout and rant and all that, but I don't think violence will achieve anything, really. I remember once outside a chippy in Mansfield, I decked me old skipper, Tommy, Tubby Brewster, it was, yeah, and he got straight up and nutted me so hard my eyebrows came off and never returned, so no, it's not for me really. But Niall, that is a fight that you lost. I have never lost a fight and never will because I love to fight and have exceptional fighting skills. Nigel Pearson winning a fight is about as near to a banker as you can get. Just give me a name and I will fight them until the fight is over and I have won the fight. <laughs> uh, look, Nigel, it's very kind of you, yeah, I think, but I think I'll pass on that, really. How's it going at Brist- Bristol, anyway? Not great, if I'm honest. <laughs> I have only had 11 fights since I started there. Four fights with players and seven fights with staff members. (laughs) All fights were won by Nigel Pearson. And all fights resulted in significant trauma and injury to Nigel Pearson's opponents. I'm thinking of drafting in some lower league donkeys so I can get a decent fight scene going. Ah, well, good luck with that, Nige. And if you knock anyone's eyebrows off, feel free to send them to me. You know, do that, really. I will do that. So that that, that was the first one. It was called a hot Derek, the way it was how they a got hot that. Derek. Hot Derek yeah. interception method. Yeah. Is there another one, did you say, or is that just... Th- th- do you want That's another one? For... Not at the minute. All right. Well, t- so what would you like to discuss? <laughs> I'll play you an MP3 that's coming from oh, nice um, from the Albanian uh, DJ John Omsk. 
We haven't heard oh, from him for quite a while, so I'll, I'll play that. That's coming as a, an MP3. Here we go. Ha! I'm John Omsk, Albanian DJ, remixer, sound terrorist, and rhythm whisperer. I do not recognise international borders. I do not recognise behavioural boundaries. Here is my news. Absorb it or perish. I, John Omsk, have collaborated with the ageing Swedish pop fiasco ABBA to remix Little Things, their brand new Christmas single. The remix has happened without ABBA's knowledge or permission and I have named it NG6492HC after the serial number on the back of my dishwasher. Here is a short excerpt from it. Well, I thought it would be difficult. <laughs> it is designed to soothe the masses during the festive season. The complete version of NG6492HC is 29 minutes long. Christmas is the disease and John Omsk is the cure. Now that's cure. it. A little bit Dalek-y at the end then, wasn't he? <laughs> there it is, John Omsk, back for Christmas. Uh, a very festive sounding piece of uh, music. Wasn't it festive, from him, yeah. Uh, Reminds so, me of chestnuts, mm, crackling fire, you know, absolutely. beautiful. Wife's got a couple of questions for you, Andy. Yes. Um, Andrew, have mm. you had French drains installed in your backyard to deal with the sheer volume of dog piss that it has to handle? First of all, hello, the wife. Hello. Um, secondly, French drains, did you say? Yeah. What are French drains? I don't know. It's where you I'm dig a familiar. pit and fill it with hypes, very absorbent material. You know, like cat litter. You know, like right. what's in your kids' mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't no. know about that. Oh, no, I'm going right. to say no. Maybe I have. Maybe it was already when I moved in. I don't know. Yeah, no. That's a possibility, yeah. Thank you. Um, Andrew, mm. would you agree that of all the available cereals, you look most like a Weetabix? <laughs> well, I mean, we've started this podcast on episode one with me professing my love of buttered Weetabix, yeah. if you remember. Uh, and that love has not died. If anything, it's got stronger. Uh, I still enjoy the buttered Weetabix, so uh, perhaps I am part of Weetabix. Well, I think the wife's right there. I think of all the cereals, I'm, I'm not saying you look like a Weetabix, but you're more like a... I mean, Andy, you're a bit sugar puffy. Uh, a little bit. A giant sugar puff. Yeah, you're be. a little bit sugar yeah. puffy. Talk sport goes from strength to strength, Andrew, as far as I'm concerned. Of course it does. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I read, there was a good one, so I recorded it. Interested? Mm. Oh, completely. All right. Jim White starts off with this recording. Okay. Yeah. Hello and welcome back to Talk Sport with me, Jim White. It's difficult to actually express how excited I am to have the next guest on the show. I mean, put it this way. I've just thrust a metal scalpel into a plug socket to bring myself down a level or two. So here he is, ladies and gentlemen, from the BBC's Horns Under the Hammer, it's Martin Roberts. Welcome, Martin. And tell me, just how excited are you to be here today? You know, to be honest, I, I wasn't that excited, but after that introduction, I have to admit, I'm a bit excited. And you know what? I like it. Oh, good man. I'm, I'll tell you, how have you excited... 
And I'll tell you how excited I am to have you as a guest today. I've just swallowed a whole big tub of Greek yoghurt. That's two months past its sell-by date. It tasted disgusting, but the shock of it helped balance the pure visceral excitement I'm experiencing from having you on the show. So, Martin, your new book is called But I Like It. It's an incredibly exciting title. <laughs> just reading it out has raised my left bollock into me uterus just from fear of the excitement that is bound to rush over me like a tsunami. What's your book about? And is it exciting? Well, it's mainly about all the experiences I've had presenting Homes Under a Hammer and the wonderful people I've met along the way. Do you know, on one occasion, I went into a house that I thought was a bit unusual at first, but I ended up quite liking it. Oh, steady on, Martin. You're painting a picture that's so exciting, I'm going to have to take a fart into my jar of gherkins. Back after the break, folks. That's an advert coming up now, Andy. Right, yeah. Okay. Just a little bit of a pause, because I had to lose out some news. A news item. Mm. Bears are large and intimidating. Explosives are frightening. Medical conditions can be life-threatening. Extremes of weather can be ferocious. But if you buy your building supply... (laughs) But if you buy... Buy your building supplies from Knockjohns. Everything will be nice and very pleasant. So don't fight a bear or wander around the desert. Just buy your glazers, putty and plasterboard. Try Knockjohns, where everything is perfectly pleasant and the prices won't give you a heart attack. Knockjohns is Stockport. It's as safe as the houses you will build. Welcome back, folks. And I'm afraid to say that Martin has had to leave the studio because he's left his coat under the arches at London Bridge. <laughs> Simon Jordan, how exciting was that sudden departure? I'm not kidding when I start when I say my tits are starting emitting a low hum, <laughs> akin to the starter motor of a Lancaster bomber. Were you excited by that exit? <laughs> no, not really, Jim. The men lex eloquence and transparency. It's typical of these media types that as soon as an argument or diatribe is sufficiently prescient for their underlying frailties, they run for cover. I was bored stiff. Oh, God help us. Well, someone passed me the Branston. <laughs> That's the end of it. <laughs> so, because so, it's just okay. an es- extract, Andy, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. It was, wasn't the full three hour show, was it? No, 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 no. I mean, I enjoyed that. Um, I always enjoy any content from Martin. That book he's brought out, I would read that. I hope there's a section about the estate agents who appear regularly on Homes Under the Hammer because there's some who they have on quite regularly. Yeah, they are. Do you know the names of any of them? I can't remember the name, but I recognise them when they come on screen. I know the one Do you know they, the names? I know some of them, yeah. The one to look out for most of all is Ron Darlington. Yes. Yes. He's the best. He was on yesterday. Yeah. Ron Darlington. Ron yeah. Darlington. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Uh, I think we should have a look at some unit dents that have come in from the parsnippers. What do you think? Okay. Um, here's one I've just chosen at random. We've had loads of them this time. It's becoming um, overwhelming almost. Uh, Sam Westerman says, yeah. I was having a wee the other day and a fly flew straight into the stream and was shot into the toilet. I wondered at the time if this was a unident. Maybe you can clarify. What, what do you think? If it happened, it's it's a prize unident. Yes, it's the, a unident for beautiful. me. I mean, I have me doubt. I hate doubting people, but... I mm-hmm. just have this feeling that flies are incredibly adept at avoiding water, be it rain. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't hit them. But if it happened... My my only doubt was that it's happened, he says, the other day, and we're looking at the end of November, and I don't know how many flies are around at this time of year. Mm. Um, it doesn't seem like a very fly-heavy time of year, so are yeah. we casting doubts on it? The, well, I the only thing, Andy, have you noticed that the late flies... You know, these late flies mm. can be a little bit dozy. I guess so. And that slow, could, you know. That could be a factor. That and unmotivated. Factor. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Sam, if it happened, yeah. Yeah, if it happened, you're, yeah. you're having it. Um, shall I read another one? Yeah. Quite a long one. This is from someone called Josh. He says, me and some friends went skiing in France. We bought some French bangers. Uh, as we were packing up to leave, one of the lads thought it would be fun to chuck a banger in my room. It landed on a pile of clothes, but mainly on my brand new cashmere jumper. He's a very well-to-do gentleman, Josh, isn't he, with his cashmere jumper and yeah. his French skiing holiday? But we're not judging him. Uh, he says, uh, it blew up and left a big black burn mark. I was very upset and showed my friend the damaged jumper and he said he'd replace it. I packed it away anyway. When I got home and unpacked, the jumper was completely unharmed. I asked the mate who threw the banger to make sure I wasn't going mad. He assured me he'd seen the burn mark on the jumper. Other items close to the banger explosion still had black marks, so it definitely happened. I have no idea what happened in the few hours it took from packing the jumper away to unpacking it, but the jumper seemed to have healed itself. Uh, Could this have been a self-regenerating higher form of life? Or also, is it a unident? Hmm. Over to you, Bob. (sighs) I mean, it feels like one of those, you know, that area, those everyday errors where someone says, I promise I put the keys there. Yeah. And they're absolutely convinced. Yeah. But they didn't put the keys there. And Mm. I wonder if he really ever did see the cashmere jumper burnt. But, I I mean, this needs regressive hypnotism or something to clear this one up, Andy. Possibly. He, He says that he's got an independent witness who was the banger thrower, so... I'm I'm not going to doubt him. Um, maybe we're more inclined to believe him because he's he's a man who takes French skiing holidays and wears cashmere, and we can be more susceptible to to lies from people like that. I I don't know, I don't know. I don't know um, what to say about this one, Andy. I mean, 
a mistake's happened or something miraculous has happened, and I don't know whether that's in the area of unidents. Does it I come more into the area of the supernatural? Do I you think? think so. Yeah, we need Derek Akora mm. to um, yeah ent- we'll, enter we'll, us digitally, perhaps up the arse, we'll, and we'll yeah, write that sort it out for us. <laughs> Uh, we'll try and get Derek Akora on in the future, perhaps, even though he's dead. Um, one more for now. Um, this one was interesting, Andy. Go on. I don't know if it was the same one you were going to go. Um, I was showing my partner the Hannibal yes, Lecter movies. Yes, it was movies. the same one, yes. yes. The Hannibal Lecter movies on Netflix, and she'd never seen them before. we just finished Silence of the Lambs and were getting ready to watch A Red Dragon when my phone fell into the couch of the rented flat I was staying in. When I went to retrieve the phone, I also found a 16-gigabyte pen drive in the folds of the couch that must have been lost by the previous tenant. To my mm. surprise... On said pendrive were two illegally downloaded movies, Silence of the Lambs and Red Dragon. I was totally shocked and still think about it often. I promise you it really did happen, (laughs) is um, what Dylan says. uh, Well, he's promised us, so we can't doubt that, can we? I'm not going to doubt it. No, not on a promise. Someone says they promised something, then I'm not going to doubt it. Um, Jesus, absolute unident. To Frick, me, yeah. if it happened, it's a freaking unident, Andy. It's it's the fucking <laughs> definition of a unident. It, it it seems completely unlikely, but um, Jesus, no, I I don't know. I'll give you another management phone call, Andrew. Do you, do you fancy that, or have I done yeah, them all? Yeah, go on then. Oh, you got another yeah. one. Um, it was between Eddie Howe speaking to Steve Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. starts with Eddie. Hello, Steve. Just wanted to ask you for a bit of a lowdown on the Newcastle squad. I hope you don't mind me phoning. <laughs> I know, not at all, no problem. I'm just spending shitloads on art on the eBay, you know. Hey, who knew, Eddie, you could buy titanium sculptures of Shire horses for 20 grand a pop? <laughs> oh, it sounds cheap t- to me. Yeah. yeah, I just wondered, is that... Any problems at the club, you know, that you could give me a fucking heads up on? <laughs> Aye, there's a few things need sorting, like, first off, you can't get a sausage roll or a pie at the training ground, and the only pudding they do is a very, very tart yoghurt. Secondly, if you have more than five pints of bitter over lunchtime, like, the lavies are miles from the training pitches. Thirdly, to get the best out of J.J. Shelby, you do need to allow him to sleep in his coffin on the day of the match. It's <laughs> extremely fucking helpful, Steve. Are there any cliques in the squad uh, that I should be made aware of? That sort of fucking thing. No, not really. Uh, they're a canny bunch of lads. Al Miron and Richie Dwight Gale are all like gossips, you know, but they're harmless. None of them like Shelby that much because he's a bit of a biter and he likes to rear up behind people, you know, with like a questionable look on his face. But um, no, they're all of a similar couldn't give a flying fuck attitude, really. <laughs> to be honest, I never saw them that much. I preferred, you know, being on the eBay like. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Steve. That's extremely fucking helpful. Are you going to get back into the game soon? Nah, not for a good while. I've got two warehouses of tat I've bought 
off the eBay and I need to flog it. Hey, I might open an eBay shop. That sounds fucking excellent. I wish you all the best in that fucking endeavour. See you, Steve, and good fucking luck. Ah, cheers, Eddie. That's really nice. See you around. So, that was nice of Steve to, you know, give the lowdown. Yeah, that was lovely. Eddie House sounds in uh, good health and fine form. Yeah, And all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> I actually, I know dream chat's really boring, but I had a dream last night that I went to St. James's Park for a match. Right. Um, on my own. Uh, somebody had given us a free ticket and I went and it was nil-nil at half-time and I just went home. So, there you I go. told you before, I, I, I'll never forget a match, I'll never forget, I'll probably 11 or something like that. And I went to see Newcastle Sunderland. At St right. James's Park, sixty-eight thousand standing. Fucking hell! Yeah, and um, it was a continuous, continuous parade of stretches round the pitch. Yeah, with, with the fighting, there were like the days, as it were. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you can't what, go back. What an atmosphere, though, blimey! Let's have some questions from the parsnippers. Um, Philippa Maher says, "Hello, lads. Hello, Philippa. Hello." Uh, is a double chin part of your neck or part of your face? Thanks for your time. Um, I, I think it's the neck, and I think your face ends at the um, the tip of your jawbone. The, the the jawbone is the the end of the face. I'm not I'm not a scientist. I mean, but that's what I'm I mean. Saying. Look at me. Look at me. I'll I'll pronounce me double chin there if you and want. And it's to part see. of your neck, isn't it? I guess it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the face is the face is your best kind of not your best feature but it's you, you want to put your best face forward if you like yeah and if it's got if it's like mine you don't you want to hide the double chin i think that's why a lot of people have beards now i think the majority of a, a beard a, a beard wearer over 40 years old is hiding a chin aren't they yeah absolutely 90 percent. oh there was a unident i found it slightly interesting it's from dominic dominic barry yeah. says i recently fitted my garage door with a brand new t-bar lock the next yeah. morning, I discovered a perfectly curled fox tod on the top of the lock. Mm. Is this a unident? Um, I mean, that's a high fox. It sounds more like um, it sounds more like a threat than a unident. I mean, not uh, not from Dominic, but from the fox, or one, from someone who has access one. to a fox tod and has put it there. I mean, there's two, yes, there's two scenarios here. It's it's a threat, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in which case it's not a unidad, it's a threat. Yeah. yeah. Or it's a very high fox, which is the most prized mm. of all the foxes. Um, so interesting. Um, are, you, are you saying it's like a fox that's almost shaped like a table, like a dining table that's got like like three foot long legs almost? Yeah. It's can only be or it's a clamberer and he goes around with like a little mini, like a library stool, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, it's got some kind of assistance. Yeah. Anyway, I, I mentioned that one because I noticed someone had also asked us um, the question of mm. when replacing a toilet roll, this is Colin Booth has asked this. Yeah. When replacing a toilet roll, which way do you put the loose end, over or under? Mm. And um, because I'd read that previous unident, I chose under. Yeah. So that if a tallish fox did get in and shit on me bog roll, I'd yeah. still have an opening underneath the, to the, access a bit. To access it. Do you see where I'm yeah. coming from? See where I'm coming well, from I, there? I go under as well. My bog roll comes from the underside because I just think it's, it's more aesthetically pleasing. 
Yeah, I think it's more um, accessible as well, isn't it? Yeah, I've, I've never... You're pulling straight down instead of pulling across. You, Less yeah. friction. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer, that one. Um, what else have we got? Stephanie Holshaw says, what advent calendar have you got this year? Uh, I have Galaxy. Simple as I've that. I've got one. Do you know this new chocolate that's a rat that's come about it's very colorful is it called something like frank's chocolate eddie or something frank's chocolate it's everywhere there's, now there's, there's, was the one called tony's chocolate tony's. Or something. is that the one that's the one it's i've got, got I've big got one letters of them. on the front yeah have you i've got one of theirs it's funnily enough it's not called an advent calendar it's called a um gifting season calendar all right okay so that's I mean, a sign of changes that. that's changes of something to do with cultural differences, political correctness. I don't know. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, we've got Charlie Radford says, given the opportunity, would you buy a single slice of bread, fully packaged, of course, in a supermarket? I can't say. The only circumstance I think I might would be a, a, an emergency, uh, to use it as an emergency mask. Yeah. That's all well, I even then, I'd, I'd, I'd go for a half loaf if I needed to do that and That's jettison the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no um, thanks, no thanks, man. I, I don't know if Charlie's kind of proposing some kind of investment opportunity there, but it, the packaging to me feels bad for the environment as much as anything else. So that's that's a big no from me. Yeah, good for you, Andy, who's just bought sixteen plastic buckets of chocolates. <laughs> I might reuse the plastic buckets <laughs> once I've eaten the chocolate. How do you know? Oh, what are you going to use them for? Dog dirt? No, I keep screws and that in them. Oh yeah. One more. Joseph Hawes says, what should I do when my car goes in for repair? Should I hang around the dealership taking in the smells of various lubricants and greases? Interesting question, whether to stay or whether to go. What I've found is usually near somewhere where you get your car servicing, there'll be a very um, cheap bacon roll outlet. Yeah. And I think if you want to be smelling some, you know, oils and fats and stuff. Yeah, do it in the do it in the cafe or the or outside the mobile yeah. Birkin Butty. Yeah, last time I had that dilemma, I went for a nice walk for about an hour, and then came back just in time. But what you can do, you can go for a walk and then time it. If you know what time you've got to collect your car, you yeah. can come back fifteen minutes before. That's enough for smelling lubricants and greases. Fifteen minutes, anything more than that's just weird. Yeah, it I is. It, so. it is very enticing. Though. I remember. Um, I did a TV show once looking at the most appealing um, smells to humanity. Yeah. And right at the top is all the petrol oil things, you know, your yeah. diesels and your petrols yeah. and all that. It, it, it I, does draw I, you in, doesn't it? I love the smell of petrol. I'll tell you what I'd love to smell right now, uh, Swarfiga. Swarfiga. A giant of the cleaning industry, wasn't it? Oh, if someone presented me with a tub of Swarfiga, now I'd have my nose right in it. Beautiful, beautiful green, green, oh. green hue on it as well to oh, entice you I even need more. To locate some of that. Hey, do you want a quick game of uh, cat or dog? I went to a restaurant. <laughs> went to a restaurant yesterday. Um, <laughs> quite a posh one, I've got to be honest. And um, the have you mayor... just shut down my attempt to play cat or dog? Sorry, I do. Of course, I want to play it. Well, no, we'll do it in a minute. You've obviously got something important to say. Go <laughs> it's on. not important, but um, the waiter, lovely waiter came over and said, um, are you ready to order? And he said, do you know what? I'm not hungry. should never have come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't know why it made me laugh at, <laughs> laugh at the time. The, um, sorry, I'm going to play what? Cat or dog? We're going to play cat or dog. Go on then. Here we go. <laughs> 
Welcome to Cat or Dog. Uh, today's contestant is Bob Mortimer. Thanks Hello. for joining me today, Bob. And uh, if you're ready, ready. let me know. You're, are you sure? Absolutely sure, yeah. Okay, okay. Here we go. Bob. Cat or dog? I take your time. No, I'm not going to take my time. time, Andy. I'm going to be like Bradley Walsh says. Um, I'm going to go with my gut on this one. Go with your gut. And my first mm-hmm. thought was cat. Okay. Now, I know that you have... A personal preference, let's say, in your life. Yes. You're a cat owner. I don't know if that's affected your decision or not. Would you like to say whether it has or whether it hasn't? Well, I, I suppose it has in a way, and it probably forced the cat straight into my mind, yeah. Subconsciously, it probably has. With that in mind, I'll give you the opportunity to change your mind, if you'd <laughs> no, like I'm to. No, I'm not. I'm sticking with it. All right, no rush. You're going with cat? Yeah. Okay. It was dog. Dog the bounty hunter. It was dog. It was the dog was the littlest hobo. All oh, right. And the cat was a cat burglar. A cat burglar. And obviously the littlest hobo beats the cat burglar. So um, I'm I'm sorry you've lost. Oh, well, never mind. I did. Uh, I, I, what I failed to mention was that today's prize had been tripled to three million pounds. Three mil. Three million pounds. Yeah, you've. Shit. Uh, perhaps I shouldn't have told you that at all. Because that's just disappointing. That's like the end of Bullseye when they show them the speedboat they could have won. Oh, so uh, I'm, I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, we'll get you back on another time. Maybe you can win uh, when it gets trebled again to nine million. Is it true, Andy, that you wear knee-length socks and football Fucking shorts hell. on your shopping trips to Asda? What the fuck is this coming from? Uh, I heard this is what I've heard. I have heard this. I got a tweet about it. Is this true? Uh, it's. It's not true. Okay. It might be a look-alike or a doppelganger, if you like. Uh, I, I, there are people out there that do look a bit like me. Yeah, the Weetabix gang. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the, the sugar puffs. Um, I'm not unique in the way that I look and present myself, so maybe, I don't know. But no, that wasn't me. Okay. So, I think that's it. Uh, oh, let's have another couple of quick questions before we go, shall we, from the past? Because they've tried so hard. Uh, this month and uh, we appreciate them all Will Reesbeck says how do magnets work i got no idea oh well, man elf piss that's all yeah, I've got to contribute yeah fair enough elf piss and uh, finally Benjamin Hancock says flower or no flower on your bap I'm a flower man yeah I didn't understand that oh I've just it says it's on your bap is it yeah yeah. Oh, uh, non for you know, me. You know, lightly flowered bat. I understand. Not for me. No, thank you. No, no. No, right, it causes okay. a dryness on the palate. Not for me, thanks. Yeah, it gives it an added uh, twist for me. But uh, there we go. It's good that we're not the same, Bob. I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, everybody. Thank you, Parsnippers, for joining us. Goodbye. See you soon. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.